welcome to another episode. In this episode, I want to talk about first date number 50. And I want to talk about one of the most favorite, most popular like grunt style t-shirts out there, right? So we'll go ahead and get into that in a second. Um, But what I want to talk about is number 50. And number 50, I struggled with for a while, like, oh my God, I don't want to say that this first, first date broke my heart. Like I hate to admit that, but it, it did. Like I don't cry very often. I don't judge people who cry, you know, for whatever reason in my makeup, I'm just not a crier. Um, like I said, I don't judge people when it happens cause you know, everybody reacts to things differently. Right. But after this day, oh my God, I cried. And, uh, so, so unexpected. Um, I'll go ahead and, you know, share with you why I cried, at least why I think I cried. Um, and then you guys can just give me your opinion, like, you know, on social media, on any of the platforms, YouTube, whatever, but okay. So I met number 50, uh, on a dating app. I instantly thought he was like fucking adorable. Right. Um, we started chatting. Um, and from the moment that we started chatting on this dating app, um, I felt like, wow, you know, he's like one of those people, I wouldn't say a soulmate per se, but kind of instantly feels like you've known them and you've known them for a while. Right. So that was him. Like, I felt like, wow, this guy's cute for one. And I feel like our sense of humor's match. I feel like our outlooks on life match, you know, um, we shared same taste in so many things like, um, Uh, I don't know, there's just like music, movies, our sense of humor. He's like a former army guy. Um, He owns a gym that's very CrossFit-like. Speaks really highly of his family, his kids, the whole bit. Like I just really liked him. And we got along like really, really well. And from the moment that we started talking on that dating app, I'm like, wow, this guy's kind of different. Like I just, I don't know, something in me just felt like kind of like a sense of relief. Like I felt really comfortable. Anyway, so... He lived a little bit far from me. So we had to put off a meeting in person for a little bit. Um, But we quickly moved from like the dating app chat to like texting. So I always think that it's a really good idea. I mean, this is just my personal opinion, but I think it's a good idea to move if you're going to date and you're single to move from a dating app to your personal phone. Um, Now, for those of you who haven't been dating for a while, Please remember, if you move from a dating app to like your phone, you can easily block that number. So if this guy ends up being a psycho or a scammer of some kind or whatever, what you're going to know by like their phone area code and things like that, I mean, you can just block it. So for me, it feels like it's like a very low risk, but obviously you want to make your own decision for safety. But for me personally, if I like somebody in a dating app, I move to my phone and then I just go from there, right? Either we get along or we don't, or I block the number and life goes on. Anyway, so we moved from the dating app to my phone and our conversation um, each time was awesome, you know, and we just had so many things in common and I was really excited for meeting in person. We planned when we were going to meet, we planned the location. Um, You know, I love traveling, you know, I love traveling with Ike. I'm lucky he's like awesome at traveling. So we ended up picking a town um, in Pennsylvania, not too far from me. Um, And I had Ike with me in tow and I was like super excited. He was excited. We kept planning the meals. Um, I love to cook. There's a handful of meals that I do really, really well. Everything else is like, okay, right? But one of my specialties is duck. Oh my God, I have a recipe with duck and honey and bacon. Oh, it's freaking amazing. It's one of the best things I do. Anyway, so he had never had duck before and I'm like, what? 
well, I am going to find an Airbnb, right, with Ike and I, and we will see you like the next day and I'll have like duck ready. So it was awesome. So as I said, we got along really well. I'm not going to say that he was a soulmate per se, but I felt like, you know, possibly I was super excited for it, right? So sure enough, you know, uh, we get to the Airbnb, we're chatting, like this is awesome. I'm going to get settled for the night, I'll, you know, see you in the morning, because that's what we had agreed, right? We were going to see you in the morning for breakfast, you know, maybe like a dog park, we were in a really cute little city in Pennsylvania. So we were just gonna, we we're just gonna wing it, you know, we're like, gonna get like nice cup of coffee, meet each other in person, see if we vibe. I felt like we did because we had like several phone calls and what have you, but you never know, right? chemistry is weird, right? Like, as we always say, like, dick is everywhere, chemistry is not, right? So, um, sure enough, you know, it's like really excited. Um, Ike and I went like on a morning walk. Um, you know, I was texting with number 50. Um, and he was like, I'll be there soon, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So we're like getting really excited. So sure enough, he arrives. Um, I'm upstairs because it's like a two story Airbnb, super cute place. Anyway, so, um, I was like, uh, I'll be there in one second and the door's unlocked, which I know is like going to be super unsafe for most people. It's a really cute town. Anyway, so he walks in, like Ike runs up to him. Their initial meet is like amazing, which is a huge relief for me because Ike, my dog, is a huge part of my life. So I think dating is fun. And, you know, eventually, I mean, I'm probably going to stop going on so many first dates. Eventually, I'll find somebody that I want to go on um, multiple dates with, right? But Ike is like a huge part of my life. So Ike has to approve of that person, you know? And that's actually something that number 50 and I had spoke about before. We were kind of like, you know, I feel like we're going to vibe really well. I guess kind of like the real test is going to be how Ike is, right? So we had talked about it before. Uh, I had explained what, you know, who uh, Ike is as far as being an Akbosh and a livestock guardian and all those kinds of things. And he's kind of a big guy. So I think he's a sweetheart, but he's bred to like protect livestock. Right. So we had talked about all that. So sure enough, um, you know, he arrives, as I said, the door is unlocked. He opens the door. He's like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, I'll be down in two seconds. I can, he meet, they get along really well. I come down, I make this like coffee amazing blueberry from Wegmans which I love like if you're near Wegmans oh my god they're organic blueberry delicious anyway we had a couple cups of coffee I was like super excited to see him in person because as I said I felt like he could be like a soulmate right I know that's dramatic but it's true anyway he was so cute very very cute um a really nice guy, gentleman, soft-spoken, in great shape, just really funny, great smile, great eyes. Like, I was, like, really happy to meet him. Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, this is awesome, right? So we sit down at the little Airbnb. It's like a, like an open uh, floor plan, right? So you can see the kitchen, living room, whatever. So we're sitting down with coffee, um, and it feels really comfortable to me. So he and I are getting along, which, you know, for me, it's like a huge relief, right? Um, and then I'm like, you know what? Do you want a second cup of coffee? He's like, I do. It was a beautiful day. We're like, let's get one more cup of coffee. Let's walk around. I can get the duck ready, whatever, right? Because I'm feeling like he's feeling the same way. Like he thinks I'm cute too, right? So, um, he's like, oh, he commented on something that was like outside. So he was like, yeah, while you're getting the other coffee, I'm going to run out to the patio for a second. I'm like, sure. So he goes to the patio, comes back. And when he comes back, Ike's entire demeanor changes, like his temperament changes for some reason. So I, it was weird to me. So he was, he and, and I kind of looked at each other. I'm like, well, that's weird. Right. Um, and of course, you know, I was like, 
you know, of course, in tune and attentive to Ike. So I'm just like, oh, you know, I sweets. It's okay. Right. So anyway, we move, you know, we have the second cup of coffee conversations. Great. Whatever. Kind of making unofficial plans for the rest of the day. I'm like super happy. Cause like, as I said, I have like the duck that I could prepare. He's really cute. It's awesome. So he decides to go to the restroom, which is upstairs. I go to the kitchen and I start to prepare the duck. The duck is like a slow cook, right? So at this point we had had two cups of coffee, right? We definitely get the feeling, at least in my mind, that we're like vibing really well, right? So he brings over, um, he had brought over some beer and some like snacks and salad and stuff. So I was like putting that all in the fridge. He was in the restroom upstairs. Ike was just kind of wandering around. I was doing his thing. I was starting to get the duck ready. Um, so number 50 comes down the stairs he makes a comment uh i don't completely hear i'm slightly deaf you know slightly deaf from my rack i don't quietly you know exactly know what happened but he makes a comment and uh i was just like what and then all of a sudden i hear a bark and uh ike is not uh, a dog that barks very often he's a guardian right so he will really only bark when he feels like there's a danger or a threat in some way like he's like alerting basically you know um, the owners of the flock that, Hey, something's going on. So it's really weird. So when I go over, he just looks at me and he's like, you know, I, I just got to go. He was like, I, I feel like I know what Ike is capable of doing because he's a big guy. I don't think he likes me. I thought he did initially, but I just don't feel comfortable. And I, I get it. You know, Ike, Ike is about 136 pounds. He's a tall guy. He's the si- the same size as like pretty much any Great Dane you will see. He's got a very deep bark. I don't know exactly what happened, but I can tell you that number 50 was like, I'm out of here. And I was instantly like, what happened? Like, are you okay? Like, did he bite you? And he was like, no, I'm fine. He was like, I just, just feel like I know what he's capable of. And I don't think this is a good idea. Right. So I was instantly like, wow, like I went through like all the emotions, right? Like I get it. Like I'm not going to make somebody hang out with me if they feel uncomfortable with my dog. My dog's my priority. Obviously, I bark some some sort of interaction happened that I didn't see or hear. Um, So I, I understood while number 50 had to leave. So um, sure enough, he leaves and I'm instantly like, well, oh my God, I have like the duck, like so stupid. I didn't know what else to say. And he was like, yeah, I know, but uh, I just like, what else can I do? And I'm like, I get it. And so we give each other like a hug and then he leaves and I don't know, like I just, tears came. And as I said before, I'm not somebody who cries very often. So in my mind, I was like, why am I crying? What's going on? I mean, he was cute, but I was like, what the hell, right? So I was so confused, you know, like I, I hung out for a little bit, called one of my uh, best friends and I was just like, oh my God, this is like what happened. And I was crying a little bit to him and he was just like, you know, if he doesn't want to give Ike a second chance, that's like on him. He was like, perhaps they should have met on neutral ground. You know, Ike's obviously normally fine, but something's happening. And, you know, my friend was like, you know, he was like, I want to give the guy benefit of the doubt, but you want to trust Ike too, right? Because I believe, and my friend believes that, um, I think a few people believe that dogs can sense things that we can't sense. So I'm not saying that number 50 is a terrible person, but I also believe that things happen for a reason, right? So even though I was sad and I cried a little bit that afternoon, thought about it for weeks, um, wasn't even sure if I wanted to uh, stay social media friends with number 50. Like, I didn't know if I wanted to keep in touch with him at all. Um, cause I felt like we had this like almost soulmate connection, but after the way it ended and knowing that I will never, ever, ever, ever 
pick a man over my, any, any of my dogs in my lifetime. So I was like, it's just not going to work. It's interesting though, because I realized that the reason I was crying was because after all my dates, because he was number 50, right? I realized that the reason I was crying was because of the healing process, right? I, um, you know, was not expecting to be divorced, right? So um, at this point, I had been on obviously 50 dates. Um, I had gone through like all the emotions. And I feel like at this point, the reason I was crying was because I had expectations of actually moving on to like the next chapter. And I think the next chapter for a lot of people is scary, right? So I think that the tears for me were a little bit of disappointment in moving on, not necessarily for number 50, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought, how fucking cool is this, right? Because at this point, I have healed enough where I'm actually willing to consider an actual relationship with another human being, right? So this episode probably isn't as funny as some of the others, but I think it's important um, just to talk about like real life, like we all go through like different healing processes, right? There's like all those like amazing quotes about like, it's not, you know, about getting hit. It's about getting up. It's like, you got to rise up and blah, blah, blah. And I really think like, no shit, that's a big deal. So for those of you out there who are single or heartbroken in some way, whether you're single or not, I just think the human heart is fucking amazing, right? It heals. It's resilient. Things happen for a reason. Ike saw something I didn't see. Who knows? Who knows if that was real? If Ike was in a bad mood, who fucking knows? The point is, holy shit. The fact that the tears came to me was proof that I had healed. And I think, um, it's just worth mentioning, right? I don't know. I just, I'm so happy in a weird way that this happened because it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that I have healed enough. And I think that's important. Um, ironically, or maybe not ironically, maybe kind of makes sense. But after number 50, I also occurred to me that the dates that I went on after number 50 appeared to be higher quality men in their availability, not necessarily in like the way they looked or the way they acted, the way they cheated, you know, treated me. But I do think that things happen for a reason. I think this was kind of like a nice wake up call for me to know that I was actually ready to be like an adult again, like a normal functioning, well, semi normal functioning adult. So I don't know, I guess my message of all of this is I feel like number 50 happened. My dates got, um, more grown up in a sense. I felt like I was more open to them. And I always, always, always have felt like if you put good out, good will come back to you. And I feel like it's my time. And I just thought it was worth mentioning. I don't know. I, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if any of this will make any sense to any of you, but me, but I do think it's okay to cry. And I do think it is perfectly fucking awesome to heal because your heart is fucking resilient. And I guess like your heart kind of is a good segue for fucking grunt style teas. Oh my God. Grunt style teas have been so popular for so long. I'm sure all of you have heard them and seen them and bought their t-shirts. 
one of my favorite things about them is, of course, they're veterans and the T-shirts are for veterans and like they're fucking awesome and they're killing it. They're so fucking successful. I'm so happy for them. But one of my favorite things about them is like you buy one of their fucking T-shirts instantly puts a fucking smile on your face and it instantly puts a fucking smile on the face of everybody who sees the T-shirt. But more importantly, man, their fucking T-shirts last forever. And if they don't last forever, they have a fucking guarantee that they will replace a fucking shirt for you. So uh, love Grunt Style Tees. Uh, love this company. If you have not heard from them or heard of them, my God, where have you been living? Because you really need to look them up. Um, if you guys have any questions about anything that I have mentioned, any concerns, any thoughts, what have you, please continue to share them with me on my social media. Um, and please continue to share them with, with me on YouTube or any kind of social um or not social, but any kind of podcast platform that you find me on. I am definitely enjoying hearing your feedback and your critiques. I'm so happy to be here. If you need anything, please reach out. Remember, I'm here for you. And 